0: Hi, everyone. My name's James Hannon from Men Life. Welcome uh, to part of our podcast here. And today I get to interview a great man. He's actually a friend of mine, uh, but also doing some great things in the community out of the heart. Imagine one day you wake up, you're abandoned as a child. Imagine um, for the rest of your life, you run around you 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 obviously you get into wrong situations uh and wrong consequences happen Well, consequences happen because of the situations you get in but what do you do how do you get yourself out of the situations and i think as men that's one of the big questions we all have is how do we get ourselves out of situations that we have, that we're in this man did that and now uh has dedicated his life to helping other people young people older people men and women children to break habits to break out of the i guess the, the 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 things that draw us in that have a negative impact on our life and turn it around to have a positive impact uh, i've known alan watched him doing this and seen his heart after people and love what he is doing, uh, and I'm really proud and honoured to be doing this with you, Alan. And, and welcome on to today's podcast, mate. And also for those watching this inside of our Men Real Life group on Facebook. And by the way, if you're not part of that group, just send us a uh, just get in contact with us on our Facebook page, and we'll add you into that group. That's Men Real Life, Facebook.com forward slash Men Real Life. So, Alan, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. I don't want to steal any of your thunder, but you have done some you've gone through some stuff my friend and and you've come out the other side uh which is really awesome to see
1: so tell us give us a little bit of an overview on you thank you first for the introduction that was awesome so um it's it's been an interesting life um i guess to start things off um my my parents split up when i was around three and I was old enough to remember my father and he was there one minute and gone the next. So I, I developed a fear of abandonment and started playing out of a lot of behaviors, um, which later got put down to ADD, which a lot of people in my age bracket were kind of mislabeled and stuff as well. So I guess that was the the start of a, an interesting life in respect to chemical um, hooks and dependence and limiting beliefs. And uh, school, I was basically forced out. I I fell through the cracks of the schooling system. Uh, Wasn't allowed back to any other school in New South Wales or ACT.
0: You went through some stuff with that. man. you really must have peed some people off to, to say, okay, he's just not coming back to school. I flunked school. Yeah, but you, you you turned out to be a, a great guy. Um, what was it like? Do you remember what it was like to, I mean, you're only young now. You're what, how old are you? 33 at the moment, 34, 33, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and what was that like as a young man to realize another, like, okay, you, you you've had this, um, we all have stories, right? We all have this this thing that goes on and we allow ourselves those sto- those things of our past can create a story. And You made choice that, that your story would change at a certain point. But up until that point, what was it like to be a young man? Number one, you, you're, the male figure in your life was no longer there, okay? And then you go to school, the place where you're supposed to get ideas, you're supposed to get acceptance and ob- obviously you wouldn't have you would have had your own issues, but there was no one there that could help you. And then, so you had another rejection at school. Now you're not welcome here. And I know there was other stuff up. What was that like for you?
1: I guess it just further cemented the belief that there was something wrong with me, that I was that disability kid or that I had a disability. And it kind of fed into um, my own beliefs, like being told at school that I was a no-hoper, that I'll never amount to anything um. Yeah, it, it was interesting. It kind of pushed me towards the streets in a lot of ways, like looking for a father figure, looking for that right role model. Like how do I, because I didn't have the father, how do I become a man? And because of my schooling and, and not doing so well, I always searched in the wrong areas. Um, so someone I looked up to when I was younger, uh, thought it was a cool idea to give me an ounce of weed and, and see if I could make some money doing that because I wasn't doing anything else very well.
0: Uh, so, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I mean, I, 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 I know your kids, uh, I get the honor of, uh, training, ailer at school at the martial arts dojang and seeing uh, such a beautiful young girl. Um, and you you you're doing amazing things with your family. You broke a cycle, you broke a pattern, you broke a habit. Um, you know, you asked a, a big question there. And I think this is a question that I think a lot of us men, even in my age, I'm 46 now, 46. Yeah. 46. Now, you know, where we ask, Am I a man? What, am I the kind of man I want to be? You know, and you like you just said, how do I become a man? Uh, and that's a big kick butt question, right there. Um, I mean, keep going on your journey, man. I didn't mean to cut you off. We'll we'll come back to that.
1: Well, I guess getting back to that question. Um... Like I was in search of that. I, I only had my mom and she taught me some really cool values, like respect women and all the rest of those things that we should all do. But I needed that that father figure. And once being introduced to um, that world um, of like crime and, and drugs and, and where that can take you, it wasn't long before I was hanging out with um, some unsavory characters and looking up to them like they they had money they had women they had um basically everything they wanted and i seen that as a really cool place to be like even even now like i look up to people that have what i want well i was doing that but in the wrong way as a kid and it wasn't long before i was selling pills in the clubs and um running around thinking that um, that was my lifestyle, like, that was my job, so I thought, not that I ever made much of it, except for some okay memories at best, <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, it wasn't, wasn't long before I was kicked out of home, and I ended up in a um, homeless shelter in Canberra, where life basically took a, a bigger downhill spiral, and um, the place was full of junkies and misfits, and and I, I kind of fitted in thinking I was king shit and, and could work, work it in a way. And um, basically rang my mum up at one stage. I said, look, if you don't get me out of here, I'll be dead or in jail within the next couple of weeks. Um, so I, I got shipped off to my first rehab at I think I was 19 or, or early 20s. And um, wow. yeah, I think I was in the rehab for two weeks and I got kicked out. And um, come back thinking that I was recovered, <laughs> and um, done okay for a little bit, and um, got in, ended up getting into a relationship, which was probably the worst thing I could have done. Um, There's a lot of positives to that relationship, but my mind was never right. I was still a sick person. Like my mindset, my my beliefs, everything about who I was was searching for that feel good, and the relationship gave me that.
0: Yep. And so, you know, first of all, let's praise God for mums. I mean, seriously, you know, they're, they're, they're going to love us through hell. You know what I mean? And, you, but they're also going to say, look, you just can't come back to my place. I mean, I, you, 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 you get your stuff together, but they're still going to be there. They never let go. Hey, they, they praise God for mums. Um, that, and they do the best they can in, in in, they do the best they can. There's never a, when as dads, as parents, we're not given an instruction manual. There's plenty of books to read uh, and people to listen to today. But I think sometimes they're just full of as much junk as a, as the, as, as not knowing something anyway, because everyone's contradicting everybody else. So Praise God for mums, no matter what. And ladies, if you're listening to this, um, uh, thank you on behalf of men thank you for what you do for the blokes, for your kids, your, your daughters, your sons, uh, your husbands, your lovers. Thank you. Um, so, but, you know, Alan, so that's the trial you went through. You, you went through abandonment issues as a, as, a, as a boy at the age of three, uh, going into, um, rehab centers, um, you know, uh, being lost in the school system, uh, being booted out of the school system. Um, you did some things that, you know, uh, aren't great. And I mean, in that there's a lot of shame, isn't there? And I think it's one of the things that men and people in general, they suffer from is the shame that comes along with the bad choices that got made. But then something changed. You tell us about the journey, like what took you from, what was the reason you said, you know what, this life isn't serving me, this life, this direction I'm going is not helping me. What was that?
1: Well, you're right there with the shame. And among other things that go through our minds as men, like am am I not good enough or or whatever it is, um, that for me was a driving force for my drinking and and drug use and and some other not so good behaviours. And um, after a few more rehab attempts, I, I really... I woke up one day, I was in Sydney in a homeless shelter um, and I was running around like a drug and alcohol counsellor to a lot of the younger guys that were coming in and thought I could help save them but not like I couldn't even save myself but the realisation that I was destined for more kind of hit me that day and I organised to get help within a couple of weeks. I was up in Coffs Harbour at a rehab up here. So that, that was probably the, the massive realisation. Like I tried to kill myself as a way out. That didn't work. I, I booked into a psych ward and I was like, what's wrong with me? Always searching for what was wrong with me, never understanding that nothing was wrong with me. It was just the mere fact that I was always looking for something to label myself as after ADD and being told I was disabled and everything else.
0: So let's talk about that for a second. So when you had the realization, hey, there's nothing wrong with me. This is, I'm okay. I'm just trying to figure out life. Take us through that. Like, that's a big deal. Hold on a sec, because I think there'd be some people listening to this podcast, watching this video uh, and going, yeah, man, there was something wrong with you. Um, but the, there really wasn't. I mean, and I think this is a big deal for men out there, for people out there that a lot of the time, we, ha- we have to realize that we just have habits and habits need to be broken. And this was one of the real, the, the things I wanted you on here is that life is about habits. And some of those habits are good habits, you know, walking, going, doing some exercise is a good habit. Eating good food is a good habit. Um, taking drugs, not such a good habit, you know, but, <laughs> but, but to talk about that, man, talk about,
1: how did you come to the realization that there was nothing wrong with you? I guess um, it took a little while, like I think I was 20, 28 before I broke a lot of the beliefs that I was ADD and that um, I was disabled because I was looking around, I could do a lot more than what other people were doing and started thinking, well, what happens if this is just my, my own chains to my own mind that are keeping me stuck in life? Uh, and then when I was at rehab, I spent a lot of time listening to like Bob Proctor talk about self-image and and who we are and setting goals and everything and started realizing that, well, hang on, maybe I'm not everything I was told that I am. Maybe I'm more than that. And, and between that and starting NLP when I was in rehab, I, I really got to look at who I am on a deeper level, like a spiritual awakening as such. And, and my life has just blossomed out from there. So today I questioned all of that. I ask myself yeah. why I think I am that way and 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 work on that. So obviously rehab played
0: I mean rehab had a positive part of life. I mean um so because it, it got you into doing some personal development Bob Proctor absolutely amazing uh an incredible person uh, for personal development it get your head in the right spot. Um NLP love nlp and 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 understanding that really it's just really it is getting your head right and watching what you're saying and why you're saying things why you're doing things um so what would you say to people that that are starting this journey okay they've got a habit the habit needs to be broken the habit might be bad food you know what i mean they're eating junk i mean you you're doing a uh, a big cleanse journey to get your health back. In now that you're through all the other stuff, how much have you lost so far
1: in your weight loss journey? Uh, last time I checked, it was 16 kilos. Uh, 16 kilos in how many weeks? I think it was around
0: nine weeks. Now yeah, that is that is freaking awesome, dude! Absolutely awesome, and you're a you're a beast of a man when it comes to full on guys. Just to let you know. Uh, you don't want to be kicked by this guy. He'll send you through the uh, wall. Just to let you know. I, um, so so Alan, yeah, what is it that that you know? What what role did rehab? What role and all of that did that play in you getting back on track?
1: Well, it was. It's interesting. Like, rehabs are a really cool place to go. Um, to not use drugs, you know what I mean? Like you can't get drugs there and if you can, you get kicked out and I've done that before. But um, like you're in a place, a supported place so that you can move forward. So during my time there, I really got to uh, learn about why I was the way I was like, I got to spend time on, on a tractor mowing lawns and really getting to know like I'd be angry one lap and I, by the time I come back around, I'd know why I was angry. So I started to grow my emotional IQ and, and understand what was behind the patterns of thoughts and behaviors. So that, that was a really powerful experience that, that come from basically being alone, not so much the rehab. The rehab, I got to learn about different personality types and what not to do of some staff members. And then we had the 12-step programs, which uh, I, I could never actually get my head around why I had to call myself an addict. I, I wanted to be empowered. I didn't want to disempower myself by labeling myself with another label. Um, so, yeah, I... I That's what started the the quest. Like I'd been to so many rehabs and I seen what wasn't working and I wanted to know why public, uh, so private rehabs had such a high success rate. So that's why I started looking into NLP, hypnosis, EFT tapping and stuff like that.
0: Okay. So, you know, what, and you said before, destined for more. I, I think, you know, that speaks directly to the heart of men. Um, Fellas, you know, as well as I do, you're destined for more. You are, you, you're, you're here for a purpose. You know it, you know it. Every part, of, you know, I think we, we try and um, uh, squash that part. Did you find that, that, okay, all of a sudden, as soon as you started to believe that you were destined for more, did, did you find that you'd squash it over into the corner somewhere? And now all of a sudden you started to believe again um, that it gave you hope. What, what was that?
1: I think once, once I realized it and became aware of it, it's, it's been a fire burning in the background for a little while. Like, I, I don't think I've taken a step backwards uh, in the last five, five years. So um, I, I wouldn't say I've pushed it aside. Some people made me question what I was doing in the beginning. Uh, and I worked on myself to make sure that I was in a position where I, I knew I was right. And when I started researching neuroscience and they started explaining that um, a lot of the stuff that I was saying was true, it kind of gave me even more confidence to go out there and share a lot more of my story and and how I've done what I've done.
0: So did the purpose give you reason for your life again? Did it give you a, did it make, when you you started to see and believe, I'm here for something bigger and it's not the addiction and it's not the crap and it's not the junk. This stuff over here, the crap, the junk, the addiction, which all men have, every man has an addiction. They're addicted to something, watching TV, being lazy, bad food. We're addicted to something, right? So, hey, fellas, if there's anyone on this call and you're judging Alan, get over yourself. You are addicted to something. You should learn from this. Okay, Um, so all of that the purpose though, the the future that you see for yourself, is that giving, did did that give you strength? Did it give you energy? Did it, and and is it guiding you now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. Um, Like I've got a really cool dream about what I want to achieve um, for people that would never have the same sort of services. Like I want to bring um, basically a, private rehab foundation to the general public and give them the same opportunities that the, the the celebrities and the rich and famous get to have in respects to recovery. So that's that's um, been driving me for a long time. That's why I research every day. That's why I'm continuing to learn the next best thing and relate all of my knowledge from the 19 plus years of fucking up, really. Excuse the language, but into how I can help other people. <laughs>
0: Yep, that's it, man.
1: Um, and
0: what's it like to be the dad you are today? Now, you're being the complete opposite to what you had. You know, is that what you plan to be? It's like, did, 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 when do you, did you look back on your life and go, I don't want to be that guy, I want to be
1: this guy? I think a lot of, it, a lot of us do. Like, we grow up and realize we don't want to be like our parents in some areas. But I guess um, you don't know what you don't know. So once I started realizing that there was more to life, that I could be doing a better job, I started doing that better job. And in some respects, like I'm still growing, I'm still learning how to be a, a better parent. Like my, my first kids that I had to a relationship that broke down, I haven't been able to be that, that solid rock that I always wanted to be, that I promised. But I realized that I'm doing the best I, I knew how to do and what I'm doing now is different to what I'll be doing in a couple of years. So as long as I continue to move forward and be the best that I can be, I I will be, um, what's the word? <laughs> I, I will be that father that I've always dreamed about. Like I don't have I love to that, Alan. now, but I need to save myself now. Cause if I don't save myself now, I can't be there for my kids later.
0: Me and those, Bloody awesome, you know, uh, scripture in the Bible, in, in Proverbs, I love the Bible, I love the wisdom that's there, it says, you know, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, there's some wisdom, you can't, you can't argue that there's wisdom there, right? Um, and it says that um, love covers the multitude of sins, and as a dad, we, we don't have to be perfect, but the kids need to know that we love them with every part of our being. We love them more than the phone call. We love them more than oh, getting on Facebook or checking that message that came in or checking that email. We want to spend time with when they need to see that. And that maybe that's a call, uh, another podcast. Um, but on your journey, you found that way to say, well, I need to be better and who I am today isn't who I'm going to be. I'm going to make sure I'm a better version of me tomorrow.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. So what, what advice? Okay, so let's say the fellas that are listening to this podcast right now, they're stuck in some kind of addiction. They're stuck in some kind of thing that's holding them back. And it doesn't have to be drugs. It doesn't have to be alcohol. It doesn't have to be sex. It doesn't have to be uh, workaholic. You know, because fellas, some of you are a workaholic. Some of you are addicted to your work over your family and over your kids. Um, You'd rather do that and hide away there than face the reality of going home and your kids needing some of your time or your wife or your loved ones. So we're all addicted. Like I said, we're addicted to something. Alan, your experience, man, you've been through it. You've been in the trenches. What do they do? Where do they start?
1: I guess it all starts with awareness. Once we understand that we have the issue, whatever that may be, and then the the want or the desire to change that, that's where it kicks off. Like as soon as we are aware and we know what we want to achieve, we can start finding ways to do that. For me in the early days when I didn't have money to spend on, on courses and stuff, it was as simple as YouTube. So looking up um, personal development vid- uh, videos, like um, how, how do our minds work? What what, um, about self-image and stuff, like who you are, what you want, and where you're going, I guess that was really cool. Like TED Talks are amazing. Just search up, like, Mm. emotions or motivation or whatever it is. Like, you can find a topic on basically anything. And then I guess the the one that pulled me through the most was setting the goal. Like, my only goal, and if I could turn things back, I would have done it a little bit differently, but – my only goal was to overcome addiction, to beat addiction, so that I could have control in my own life. Uh, And I achieved that goal. Uh, But now I've set some really uh, amazing goals, some massive goals, because if I can beat addiction, when everyone tells you that you're going to be an addict for the rest of your life, you can do anything. So now it's a matter of just writing those goals down and visualizing the achievement of those goals. Would you that your
0: goal was to beat addiction or that your goal was for the life after addiction because the reason I asked that when you because i I know you right and you're you're you 're an intelligent guy like people if you haven 't read some of alan 's articles on his Facebook profile and that you need to start reading his stuff uh he 's a great guy to follow great person just his, his articles are amazing and he 's going he 's doing some great stuff. Um, because I hear a lot in my experience is while we focus on the negative, the negative controls us, we have to focus on what we want, not the thing that we don't want. Does that make sense? And so yeah. what do you, cause I, I can't imagine you actually just focus on the addiction. You would have focused on the thing that you want because the addiction is the drugs and the addiction was the bad life choices. Um, what did you really focus on? Because Okay. This has got me intrigued this
1: part. Well, I guess, um, and I've said it before as well, like um, they say when we're in recovery, we're, we're clean, but we're still sick. That's what they say. And I was like, but there's, there has to be something more. Like you can't be in recovery for the rest of your life. Recovery, like you're yeah. always recovering from something. Why, why can't we recover? So I, I did dream about being someone that's not restricted by any substance, by any um, thought patterns, by any beliefs that I had and, and I did want to live a life where I could do, be or, or choose to do anything that I want which which has been empowering <laughs> there's been a lot of <laughs> <laughs> so
0: what is that though then, you know because it's not the, um, what, it's like what does that look like for you I want, I want the guys listening to this to get an idea of because you didn't—I know you didn't focus on beating addiction. You focused on the next thing. So, what did that look like? What did that look like? What was it? Just, that was in your mind eye? Like, what did you see? What did you see when you see? Because you didn't—you didn't close your eyes and see. I'm beating addiction. You closed your eyes and saw a man that looked something different than what he looked at that moment. I'm thinking that's what you saw. Don't, don't let me put words in your mouth, but that's what I'm thinking you would have looked
1: at. Going, going deeper, um, there's definitely the dream that I wanted to show that no matter how bad life was, that you can overcome it, that you can leave that person behind. Like we can't be defined by our past. We can be defined by who we are in this present moment and our actions stepping into the future. So I wanted the, I wanted street junkies to look at me and understand like well he was one of us, we can be him, we can be our own versions of that mm. that's I guess that that was the original dream. I wanted to prove that you can change, no matter how bad you think you are, so you're a little bit stubborn
0: <laughs> yeah how 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 important is it to be stubborn I mean okay for me in my career I've got four different businesses at this time. I'm investing a lot of money into those businesses to grow those businesses. Um, And I found that to have success in life and in business, you've got to be stubborn. You really do have to be stubborn and doing what you've done shows success. Excuse me. So how important was it to be stubborn?
1: I guess I, I I I understand where you're coming from. I can't really see myself as being stubborn, but I am stubborn. <laughs> I'm sure I am. But um, I kind of put uh, myself first, and you could say that stubborn in in some ways. Like I knew that if I didn't fix who I was, that everything that I'd built would go to shit. So I I needed to make sure that I was never going to fall back into that same category. And So you need to
0: have that steelness inside of you. You need to have that. That's what I'm talking about. Stubbornness is that steelness, that, 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 that where you set your face like Flint, you, you said, I've made this choice. This is what I'm going to do. This is where I'm going. Um, This is, this is who I'm going to be. How important was that? Yeah,
1: that's, that's pretty important. It's like, um, yeah, like what, what's, it's just dreaming if you never take action, right?
0: Oh, geez, that's, there's some power right there, isn't there? You know, in those words, the, what is it? It's only a dream if you don't take action. Yeah. love that. Love that. Okay, so I felt, so where, does it, where do we start, man? Okay, we've all got addictions to get over, work, sex, pornography. Uh, alcohol, uh, drugs, um, you know, selfishness, uh, laziness, gluttony, whatever it is, everyone's got an addiction. Fellas, we're we're calling it as it is. It's all right to do that, isn't it, Alan? It's all right to say, all right, we've all got our own junk. Hey, and and men, just to let you know, the ladies have got their own junk too. So ladies, if you're listening to this, I'm not calling you out on your stuff. You know it just (laughs) like the men know their stuff, all right? So... Um, and none of us are here going, yeah, yeah, you challenge. <laughs> so, um Yeah. So where do they start? So they start with knowing that it's about victory. Is that what it is?
1: Well, I guess knowing, knowing that you've got it <laughs> is the first step. Like I said, uh, awareness, once, once you're aware and that, you know, you want to change it, you can put steps into, to plan. Like for a long time, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't eat, train, have sex if I knew it was to overcome something within me. So if I was feeling upset, I would allow myself to sit with that, knowing that once I sit with it, it disappears. Like our, our pendulum as such, neutral is in the middle, extreme happiness, extreme sadness. If I let it sit in the sadness, it's eventually gonna come back to neutral because I learn what sadness is. I don't just bottle it within because the more we bottle stuff up within the more one day we explode and we do things like um, wreck a relationship or get AVOs or, or whatever it is for you by allowing ourselves to sit with it and learn the lessons. We don't need to go down that path. So that, that was a, a really powerful thing for me.
0: Man, that is, that is absolutely awesome. And then, okay, so they, they, they become aware so awareness is the first part. Then how? Okay, so I'm aware. Okay, for me, for instance, um, um, I'm aware. Let's just have some fun here. Is that I'm I'm aware that I'm addicted to leaving my kitchen untidy, right? What do I? And tell us, that's what happens. I'm I'm my, there is no one else to clean my kitchen. I have to clean my kitchen. So, um, what's the next step?
1: How is it affecting your life?
0: Ah, uh, So you become aware the next part is going, well, how's that impacting me? Yeah. Yep.
1: Well, you need to know the pros and cons. Otherwise, how else do you get the desire to make it change? So usually, unless it's hurting us or we're feeling the pain, we've got no driving force. Unfortunately for a lot of us, that's just how it is. So if, if we can feel the pain, and sit with it like I really want a clean kitchen. Like, I'm sick of not having a clean kitchen. Give yourself the reasons why, and then have the desire to make that change, and you will find a way. Like, if you got money, pay someone to do it, or buy a dishwasher, or, <laughs> or just t- tough titties, suck it up. Like, <laughs> some, I yeah, hate to, get in there and get it done. Yeah. I love, it, Alan. I, some, I love that, Alan. Sometimes you have to do that. Like that's where character is built, really. Is doing the things you don't wanna do so that you can be who you wanna be.
0: And you know, it's uh everything you want is on the other side of where you feel comfortable. Is what they say, isn't it? And and and, and that's so true. And so fellas, you know, as you're listening to this this call today, this podcast where you know, or you're watching the video inside of our, our men's group on Facebook. Um, here's the deal. Foundation gets laid. You have something you're battling with. We all do. Um, Alan, you're no different to Alan, you're no different to me. Um, I mean, I could rattle off a whole heap of things. You're addicted to Facebook, you're addicted to social media, you're addicted to checking your emails or your messages first thing in the morning versus giving your time to your God versus giving your time to your family. You're addicted to work, you're addicted to the, the feeling that that person gives you in your life that maybe shouldn't be in your life. You're addicted to the praise of other people. You're addicted to cocaine, heroin, marijuana, drugs, alcohol, sex. You're addicted to, you know, there is a myriad of things that you could be addicted to. So let's just be aware of that and take that on board and and be real with that. But Alan, what you said is number one, when you're aware of it. And then number two, you get to choose, well, how is that impacting my life and what am I going to do about it? And unfortunately many of the fellows, many people decide they don't want it. They're not going to do anything about it. I mean, we've all been in those places where we don't do things about things we know we should do things about. (laughs) That's a tongue twister. Um, You know, so man, take a leaf out of Alan's book. Uh, And I hope Alan, you do write a book. I'm pretty sure that's on your to-do list. I think there's a story in every, what you just shared with us today. I hope you come back on to our webinar uh, sorry, onto our uh, podcast and, and share again. We'll go deeper onto different stuff and help men to see that. But, fellas, here's the thing. Become aware. Figure it out. How is it impacting your life? Then make a decision for it. What are you going to do to make a change? Is there anything else that needs to be added there, Alan?
1: Well, I think um, the other thing is, like, know who you are, what you want, and where you're going, Like if you throw a ship out at sea and it doesn't have direction, it's going to float off course. So in that state where we're floating around, not knowing who we are, what we want or where we're going, we do search for that next field good. We do become the procrastinator, addicted to Facebook, sex, whatever it is. That's easy to do in that state. So when you know who you are, what you want and where you're going, you have direction. Set your goals and work towards them. Life will never be the same.
0: Wow. Love it, Alan. Thank you, man. I can't wait to have you on again. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to be a favorite of the fellas that come on to listen. Um, and all the best with everything you're doing. I'm proud of you. Proud to call you my friend. Proud to have you in my life and your family in my life as well. And, uh, well done Alan and God bless. Now, man, if you haven't joined our, um, (laughs) You're supposed to knock your phone, your computer over your phone, whatever it is. So, man, if you haven't joined our uh, Facebook community yet, our Men Real Life community yet, make sure you join our community. Uh, It's very simple to do. Just go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash men real life or one word, facebook.com forward slash men real life and send us a message, say community uh, or group, anything like that. We'll add you directly in to our Facebook group, and you can get more of this. Uh, communicate, share ideas, have a chinwag, tell us what your, uh, what your favorite food is, what your favorite beer is, what kind of fishing you like to do, hunting you like to do. Uh, we do keep it pretty clean in there, just to let you know. Um, yeah, it's, but it's, it's a real community, it's only for men. So come and join that community, be part of what is happening. Again, Alan, God bless my friend, thank you for being part of today. And uh, men, we're raising. This is men real life. My name's James Hannon. Where we raise up uh, kings in the marketplace, so that none perish. It's time for you to be a king. God bless. Bye.